First Peter, starting at verse 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. And I know I've been in a state where I couldn't see that God cared for me. And we go through things sometimes that make it seem Jesus cried out on the cross and he said, why have thou forsaken me? So you're going to go through times where you just feel forsaken. It's not that you are forsaken because God is going to show up with a greater glory. That's going to make it feel as if everything that you went through was for a purpose, a plan, and a bigger, greater mind than yours was seeing it, overseeing it, doing it, implementing it. Whenever you get into this God thing, God is in total control of everything that is his. And we are just like the little chess pieces. That's why it says to submit your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Um, Attitudes are not acceptable. Um, Unforgiveness is not acceptable. Um, Backbiting is not acceptable. Verse 8, be sober. Sometimes it's hard to be sober because you're going through so much confusion. So like whenever God answered Job out of the whirlwind, you know, you could tell people to be sober. You can tell me a lot of things. But actually being capable of doing what is being told to you to do and having the instructions or waiting on God to be able to do it. So be sober. There was a day when Job would be sober again, just like Peter. Whenever he told him, whenever you come back to yourself, it says, be sober, be vigilant. Vigilant. That's a word to look up. Vigilant. On guard. Vigilant. Because your adversary, you do have an adversary. Anybody that has submitted themselves under the mighty hand of God, you do have an adversary. The devil, it says, because your adversary, the devil, he is as a roaring lion. And it makes me think about Peter whenever he heard the boisterous wind on the water. He's as a roaring lion. So in some ways, he's maybe loud like a roaring lion. He might look fierce like a roaring lion. He may show his teeth like a roaring lion, but he is as a roaring lion. So you are facing things sometimes that look grave and dire. As a roaring lion walketh about. Remember, he's told God, whenever they were in the Job situation, he's like, I go to and fro seeking. So that's what Satan does. He walketh about seeking whom he may devour. He wants to destroy them. So we all know that Peter did go into the lion's den and Satan was seeking to destroy Peter. It was Satan's 
It was his desire to destroy Peter. That's what he wanted to do. And sometimes whenever we feel like we're being destroyed, sometimes at one point I was like, I felt like I was in a wrestling match, a spiritual wrestling match, and the blows were coming, and I was standing there like, oh my gosh, I, he's, I, I'm in a, in a wrestling match, and I guess I didn't have any boxing gloves. I didn't have anything to even know what his game plan and strategy was going to be or where the blows would come. And I remember I had to get back on my feet and I had to get back on my feet and the blows kept coming. And uh, uh, eventually in life, I just assumed the position. You ever seen somebody assume a position so that even if they're getting hit, they can sustain the blows and life can take you to a lot of places and a lot of situations. And just as you feel as if you are defeated, God will stand up. So that's why it's so important to have the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost will stand up. There's a lot of things God can do, but he designed a system and a method whereby he would put himself inside of you to take you through the things that you must go through. So the Holy Ghost, you know, you're looking for something within. As long as you have fight, then, you know, whenever I meet jazzy people, oh, they got fight. I'm like, oh, Lord, because the more jazzy the fight, the more jazzy that is going to have to come to show you that there is nothing in you. Because if you're the lying and going back to verse eight, when I'm thinking about Satan looking to see who he can devour, it takes me to things that are done generation to generation, removing the man out of the household, making people believe that they can't make it without systems that are in place outside of God, different things that Satan has convinced people of. Um, He uses fear tactics as a roaring lion, and he has degraded society. And then verse nine goes on to say, whom resists steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world all around you. So everyone is going to go through these things. We're going to be a different type of people because we understand who our adversary is Everything our adversary does is to shake the foundations of what we believe in. Anything that shakes the foundation of what you believe in is your adversary. So you have to be very careful. Anything that goes around as a roaring lion, loud, you can't even think straight because he's in your ear gate. You can't even function because he's in your ear gate. So anything that shakes you. And there will be a day where God will lead you by the still waters. If he took you through it, he will bring you out of it. If he knows, for instance, Peter, when Satan wanted to sift him as wheat, then, then uh, you know, I see a person in the ring who's getting carried out of the ring to go get sat on the chair so that they can receive what they need. And I do think also of Elijah. Who the where the angels minister to him. So God's got this, He's got you. Sometimes it's hard to trust God because um 
like Martha and them shouted, if you would have been here, then he wouldn't have died. So sometimes in our lives, we're hollering, if you would have been here, or you might not have done it that way. You didn't like the way it was done. You didn't like the way it was handled. So then all of a sudden you feel the need to, um, um, need to second guess or co-sign for God. Is this something I would do as well? When we have to get back to just hearing God, we have to get back to that David faith where God shouts and we run in. We have to get back to that David faith where David hears the people of God being challenged by a giant. And he's like, how dare you defy the armies of the living God? David's brothers didn't even know who they were. David had to step in and declare who God's people were. How dare you defy the armies of the living God and the armies of the living God didn't even know who they were from the king down, except David rushed in. And there is a, 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 a sometimes something that will come upon a man, but a man also has to have what it takes for that spirit to come upon him. He has to have the faith. He has to have the ability to hear. He has to have the ability to follow instruction. With no apprehension.